Hello and welcome to another episode of Drama School Dropout. My name is Ingram Noble and as per usual, I am your Drama School Dropout. And on today's episode, I'm joined by Andrew Kent. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. Oh, ready for this lockdown? Happy New Year, happy new lockdown? Uh, yeah, um, I'm stuck on remote lessons at the minute at college, which is as shit as you, as you would imagine. Um <laughs> That's the one thing that I've been saying like throughout this whole thing is I feel so sorry for people that are paying a shit ton of money for drama school and then are now doing it over Zoom. Yeah, it's I mean, it's the same with just normal uni and everything. But when you're doing performing arts, it's just so much more difficult. So you just yeah. can't do anything. There was actually I, I saw a petition the other day um, that was going to allow people to just reset this year, like stop now and then go back mm. like next year. So I signed it because um, how can you? do a lot of things without like yeah so we should talk about how we met um your cousin is one of my best friends uh, mm -hmm. big shout out to courtney we love her on this <laughs> podcast um so yeah that's how we sort of met so like I, I think i know the answers to this but how did you get into acting um well the, the first thing that got me into it i was in primary school um and there was a, a music teacher who used to come in every so often um and she started a thing called casa performing arts they were yep. starting this new company um so they came in the first thing it was just like a, a summer summer school workshop style thing so it's uh -huh. basically in the six week holidays you came in for a week monday to friday um and we did a show and then on the friday we performed it and that was the first thing i ever did and that yeah. got us into it um so you know big ups laura taylor <laughs> and uh <laughs> ian bianchi Shout out for them. Um, right, so like yeah, in primary they, they school, it, it, I'm guessing it wasn't like a massive deal for you. No, it, I mean, it was just like, oh, they're Fun. doing this thing in the summer. I'll do it, yeah. But then I just sort of loved it when I did it. So then when did you like, as you got older, how did you be like, yeah, this? I don't really know exactly. that. Like I can't pinpoint it. It was just in year seven at school, I did the school show. Uh, because I just again it was just a let bit me fun. get my timeline timeline right here. Was I there? Was I in school when you were in year seven, or did I talk? No, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you left. Mm, so you didn't get to see the real talent. The jokes. <laughs> I need to stop saying shit like that. <laughs> what um what was like your first role that you can like remember? First proper role would be Bugsy Malone because we did like little shows with the cast, so it wasn't like named roles uh -huh. really. But then we did Bugsy Malone. So and then Bugsy I did Bugsy Malone, Malone again in year at seven. school. It was both. I did the I did Bugsy Malone twice. Right, because we should also also just say that we both went to the same school, but just slightly mm. missed each other. So if yeah. you were in year seven when you were doing Bugsy Malone, I had left two years previous, I think, because it would have been the show before would have been We Will Rock You, and then the show before that would have been High School Musical, which I was in. Mm. So as far so we missed each other by like two years. Two years, yeah. So I didn't get right. to see the real talent. You didn't. I mean, you did. You came to see a few of my shows, didn't you? I think I did. Yeah. I'd, honestly, like my memory is shocking. Like I can't <laughs> remember half the stuff that happened. Uh, honestly, I I just mentally try and block out some of those years. Not the best memories. So then, when you were in school, so we were actually I sent you over the outline and you said that you couldn't one of the questions I was going to say is what's GCSE drama like now just because obviously yeah. I haven't done it for like six years um and just wanted to know if it was changing but you said you hadn't mm -hmm. done it what's the crack with that no well I mean it's not the the most exciting like I didn't have a sudden change of heart when I left school it was literally just they didn't have enough people to run the course so I got pulled out of a Spanish lesson by a teacher um 
and they say to us, like, you've chosen drama for GCSEs. Like, I'm sorry, but you can't do it. There's just not enough people around the course. I think they only had, like, five people who'd signed I'd up I'd have rioted. <laughs> well, at the time, it wasn't such, like, I didn't have my heart set on being an actor. It was just something that I liked. Um, so I thought, and I hadn't done it. Like, I did the show in year seven. And then I didn't really do anything in year eight. I left Casa in year eight. And then it was just when it came to me options, I was like, I'll give it a go. Because I did think I wanted to do college, uh, drama in college, college sorry. Um, and I thought I needed GCSE drama to get into college to do it. No, you only um, need like obviously, or something. Yeah, you need, you need like a math and English. But I thought you needed drama. So that's why I was a little bit gutted. But I ended up doing PA instead. So. I'd have fucking rioted. <laughs> They'd have been like, no, you, here's a little weird story. So mm-hmm. from like, from the age of, I don't know when, I've always known that I was going to work in this industry, come hell or high water in some way or another. And obviously I've always wanted to be an actor and I've wrote a few plays. And then it came time for GCSEs and I had to pick my options. Um, and I, I wasn't going to pick drama. Because at the time, I was like a massive language buff. So I was really good at Spanish. And they were offering two new languages at GCSE. (laughs) So I was going to drop drama and do German and Italian instead. They did German and Italian at our school. So we were offered German and Italian. German, there was nine of us in the class. We actually done German. Um, But Italian was dropped. Mm. There wasn't, it was the same. Not enough people on the course. And I was so thankful because genuinely looking back now, I don't know how I'd have done year 10 and 11 with no drama. Mm. I think I'd have killed myself. I I did. (laughs) Um, But I I mean, our Spanish course very nearly didn't go. um, Because I didn't choose drama GCSE. Sorry, uh, Spanish GCSE. Um, But people did. And it very nearly didn't get done because there was only about five people in the class. Yeah, well, um, we never had an option. We had to do either French or Spanish. We had to do Spanish. We did until GCSE. Well, the way that they did it was all of the smart people had to do French and all of the thick cunts had to do Spanish. Well, um... Even though no, we I had choose. really fucking good grades, but because I joined the school early, I had already done Spanish at my old school, so we're like, we're just going to put you in Spanish. And I was in, like, uh, a class with a load of idiots. It was fucking... Yeah, that, was, that was horrendous with, with like business because uh, when we did it they didn't do like your sets because i was in top set for everything and then they didn't do sets for business they sort of mixed so you had like people in there who would just get on your wick like massively for anybody that's not from the northeast getting on your wick means that it's just you're doing the head in and annoying little cunts right so let's let's talk about shows so we just spoke about bugsy malone who did you play Mm -hmm. bugsy malone Oh, so you came right out the fucking bat and back <laughs> took the lead role. Took me um, fucking three years to get one off of our <laughs> drama teacher. We did turn oil on me and some people have got it off in there. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, um, well, we did We did two nights of Bugsy Malone and it was a different cast on each night because yeah, a lot of people get, signed up we, to do it. We could never get anyone to sign up. Well, I was very shocked at the amount of people. Like the hat, they did two casts. Like there was, there was like the whole main cast only got one night, and then it was completely different the second night. And it was me and another Year Seven lad who did Bugsy Malone. What? How are the, the Year Sevens? We never let them fucking touch the show. The Year Sevens were in the background. Oh, I don't even know how many how many lads there was in the show. That might be a big factor. Like I think there was only about four lads did well, the show. We only had two. Like, we had girls playing, like, Chad in High School Musical. It was fucking great. <laughs> um, no, but Yes Evans, um, 
it was sort of like an unwritten rule because me and like my friends, we were like, we never had a drama club, but if we would have had one, you we would have been the drama club. Right. So like, it was sort of the same people every year that got the main parts. It was it was mm-hmm. a toxic environment. Like we knew we were walking in. Like I, I think there was one year that a few of us didn't even audition. We just got given parts. Um, but like the term that we used to use for year sevens were stage fillers. The year sevens got to join in on the dancers and they then filled the stage. Would have been well, the same I if know. I was still there. I auditioned, I got the part. I, like, what can I say? Um, so, after Bugsy Malone, was there any other shows? Well, it was. I didn't do any more at the school because when I went into year eight, the school didn't do any more shows, like big shows. Do they do shows now? No, they. they I'm pretty sure they cut drama. They cut music. What? Yeah, yeah. Um, the drama. Cut, so uh, they don't teach music at all. No, because music was just the piss about lesson. Um, to be fair, there was a really good music teacher the year that I left, and she also left. Right. Well, okay. So I, now that we've clarified that that teacher's still there. <laughs> Um, I fucking loved her. She actually messaged me the other day and was like, oh, thanks, because we mentioned her in another podcast. She was like, oh, thanks for the respect. Mm. I was like, I love you. <laughs> um, does, does she listen? Uh, apparently so. You do, you wanted to say in the new school, because it was when no, I went in they the tried area. to sue me before that came out. This, but I'm assuming they spent like an insane amount of money on this amazing like drama studio. Like it had to get light and rig on the ceiling and everything. They get full curtain going all the way around, and that was the drama classroom. We got fuck it's, all. It's now an English classroom because I'm pretty sure the drama got cut. Um, we never, we never seemed to use the lighting rigs or anything. Like, oh, we, it would still just be theory work in drama lessons. And then I'm assuming it's just because no one signed up for drama. I, I think my year might have killed us because nobody signed up, and then it never seemed to happen after that. My like memories of drama are so good. Like, I feel so sorry for you that you don't have that. Like, well, they did, they did like it when I was in year eight because they didn't do a big show, but they did like a little uh, school of rock thing. And I think they literally did like three songs and that was it. And I wasn't in it. I didn't sign up for it. Um, we, and that we was it. Had, like, we done Shakespeare and everything. Right. So Where Bugsy just... Malone and then like you didn't do anything left with the school. No, not with the school. I did carry on with Casa. And then in year eight, we did Aladdin. Um, Who when did I you was play? In year eight. I was Jafar. Um, or Afar because we didn't have the rights. So <laughs> um, I was Afar. And then... After that, I left Casa because I just, I don't know, I wasn't really feeling it anymore. How the fuck and are you booking all these main roles? I need to see some fucking audition shit from you. <laughs> You've seen one? Uh, yeah, well, I, I've seen that, but I, I want to see, like, proper shit. Well, to be fair, um, I was in very good favour with the Fatal of Casa because I was one of the oh, other ones. So you were just getting roles just because you were reliable. <laughs> well... You could argue that it's started to be off fair, well. <laughs> I was very reliable and still didn't get roles. <laughs> you could argue that the reason I continued to get good roles was because I did good enough at first and then just trusted us after that. <laughs> so when you're coming into like year 11, because mm-hmm. you're like a PE boy, you fucking hated boys like you in school. Um, well, <laughs> you made pre-judgments there. Uh, always, always. That's what I do. <laughs> um, so when was the point where you sat down and you were like, right, I want to carry on with this. I, w- I want to do drama for, like, a um, career, which I would highly not recommend because um, nobody can get any work at the moment. Yeah, uh, definitely not at the moment. I didn't really have, like, a moment where it was, like, an epiphany, like, I want to do this. It was just, I, f- I feel as though I kind of always wanted to. I just kind of stifled it. I, I wanted to be a, a lawyer, uh, but I decided to do what I'm doing. So I chose performing arts. So how's, like, is, is that what you're doing? Is it called performing arts? 
yeah to be taking performing arts so that's like acting dancing all that shite in it yeah um it's all included but that you can sort of you Pick have your like your craft yeah you have like your own like your craft look at how you. wanky you sound your craft <laughs> well uh, according to how i was in school you won't like it anyway so we do skill specific I'll um I'll keep you in my good books because I've still got the photo of me and you for prom and I really don't think that you um want me to share that. I don't even I don't even remember that. So I might like say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can find it. Um, so I'm sure I went to your, I went to your prom in a Barcelona strip. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I just um, finished football training at primary school. So like moving on, like so now you're in college. Like, what's it like going? So you've is this your first year of college? It is, yeah. Right, so I'm going to go off topic a little bit for anybody who's listening at Drama School Dropout. How fucking lucky were you that you didn't have to do GCSEs? Oh, I mean, yeah. Um, Everyone was fucking fuming about it. But I was like, (laughs) no, I'd fucking love to not do that. Well, I think it was more like people were upset because like you were missing out on prom and stuff. And it was like... um, you, you didn't get the experience of doing the exams but I was and I wasn't really worried like I, I kind of had a feeling that if I'd done the exams I would have passed them like off mock results and stuff yeah but because they did it off predicted grades I got really good grades so what did you so, end up with oh, I, got like, I got like four B's two A's and three A stars or something in old money because obviously it's numbers now wow that that is actually like really fucking good thing is though right my, my group of mates are like that we were like all in top set and I'm not one of the sure. cleverer ones in the group. <laughs> it's not sure. But like one of them, he got, do you know how like they do numbers now and you yeah, can get a nine? It's really fucked up. Yeah. So like they do, they do one to eight and eight is a star. And, yeah. and then when they grade them, they take like the top percentage uh-huh. and they get a nine. And like two of my mates got a nine in certain subjects. I, I was given, because before we went in lockdown and everything, me drama teacher gave us the to be or not to be uh, speech and we were going to go through it. She gave it to me in another land. She was getting, I want you to have a go at this. So I was giving it a go and I, I like it. I like the flow of it and everything like mm-hmm. Shakespeare. And I remember in school, we, we did it in English and everyone was like, oh, this makes no sense, this one. And I was just thinking, I was like, it's not that hard. Like well, um, it's it's got a flow and stuff. If you want, um, like I said earlier, I write books and for everybody at home, if you are struggling with like Shakespeare or anything, uh, in August, I brought out a new book called An Action Student's Dictionary. Uh, so your vocabulary isn't William Shaky, do you? Send me your address. I'll send you a copy. There is a massive section all on how to understand Shakespeare, how to translate it, and how to break it down so it's really fucking easy. Sounds good. Very so helpful. Um, send me your address, and I'll send you a copy in the post. So see, within, like, college and that now, are you, like, learning lines uh, and doing, like, filming monologues, or is it really just not happening at the moment oh it's it's not really happening that much um there, there is like we've done a lot of creating our own stuff um uh-huh. like writing um because there's dances and stuff so it's like writing choreograph and stuff like that and i've pra- i just do monologues um because it's like sort of naturalistic monologues is like my strong point yeah um, the same. there's a bit of a running joke there's a bit of a running joke that i'm a serial killer because that's all i seem to do that's what i'm good at like I, i'm like the the serial killer style monologue 
like the very serious sort of. Glad we're doing this over thing. Zoom then and not in person. If you're coming across <laughs> as a serial killer, well, yeah, that's a, a, a good thing for COVID. Um, so, what is like? So, you haven't been doing it for very long. What's since September? Yeah. What is like your number one piece of advice for anyone that's like thinking about going into it? Because I'm going back to drama school and things in, and it's probably not going to be as we used to know it. So what is, like, you've been doing this now, what, five months? Yeah. What's your number one piece of advice for doing a performing arts course, any kind of course like that, um, from home? Probably just to try and keep an open mind. Like, it's there's a lot that you can't do at the minute. Um, like, we, we had a show, like a pirate show, that we were going to perform and film and give it to the nursery at the college for them to watch. Uh-huh. But now we can't get together to do it, so we're doing it's we're doing like a radio thing. So it's just trying to adapt things to work because there's always a way to get around it. It just it yeah. might not be quite as good as how you imagined it. So it's, it's just so horrible just now. Trying like, to persevere. The amount of stuff that I know, like me and my friends, have had to put on hold mm. and things like that. Me and one of my friends were filming a short film with just us two in it that we've like created and that, and we were sort of sat there thinking like, could we form a bubble? Could you just move in mm. with me for two weeks? <laughs> but we've decided yeah, to wait it's... because um, wait. stay at home, wash your fucking hands and wear a mask because I'm yeah. ready to go out and get drunk again. We did like a variety show and that was our first big project. Um, and like at first it was like, well, hopefully we'll be able to have an audience in. But then it ended up it was just live streamed. And then every show we've done has just been live streamed on YouTube. So it's just like it's it's not the same because then you've got like me, media students filmed it, so like the camera work might not always be brilliant. Um, the communication's not massively there because it's it's we're not How do you think like I feel? students. How do you think I feel? Even for a while in England, theatres were allowed to open. We've had fuck all in Scotland. How long have you been living in Scotland? How long have I been living in Scotland? Yeah, six years. Really. And then did I you, lived so here you... before I moved to Hetton. Did you? I never yeah, knew that. I was born in Glasgow. Oh, but you're made in the Royal I've been Navy. living in Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Is that you slagging off my writing? No, it's just it's, <laughs> it's a funny reference. Right. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just horrible. <laughs> just, just so everybody knows, um, Heather Spiden and I, who was on the first episode with me, we're doing a little rehearsed reading for our new play, This Is Where We Get Off. And we're currently casting it, and um, I sent Andrew one of the audition sides to get back to me to come and do it for us. And there's a joke in there about the, the advert that's like, I was born in Glasgow, but I was made in the Royal Navy. So that's where that little bit came from. So now we're going to play the drama school dropout game. And if you're familiar with your stage layout, it's called stage right or stage shite. So I am going to present you with three scenarios um, that could have happened in drama school with directors, all that jazz. Two of them are true stories. One of them is bullshit. You have to (laughs) tell me which two are stage right and which two are stage shite. And we can talk about them as we go along. So number one, uh, I also don't know if the, which one's which. Uh, somebody else does them for me and then sends them over. Um, so number one, when I was 17, I had to buy a baby's dress because I was playing a pregnant teenager in a piece at college and had to have it as a prop. Three weeks after, my mum pulled me aside and gave me a pregnancy test and said, I found the dress, take this. And then I had to explain to my mother that I was still a virgin. 
And then number two, you might be able to um, like relate to this. It's about auditions in secondary school. For my school musical audition, we were asked to perform any song from any musical. I went into my audition and sang Dead Mom from Beetlejuice. Halfway through, my teacher asked me to stop because her mum had died the week before. <gasps> I'd die. I, I would die oh, on the spot. That's I'd horrendous. Like, cremate me now. Um, and number three, my drama lecturer once kicked a chair across the room so hard that it hit a boy and completely swiped him out. He hit the floor and broke a tooth. Right, so that one would be the one where I think, right, that's bollocks. But I think it might be so out there that it's true. Uh, I've seen things like that happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, so which one do you think is bullshit? We've got the having to buy a baby dress for your, pro, uh, for your piece in college and your mum thinking you're pregnant. You singing the song Dead Mom from Beetlejuice at an audition and your teacher asking you to stop because her mum died the week before or your drama lecturer kicking the chair across the room and swiping out a boy and making him break his tooth. Uh, if that second one is true, then that is absolutely horrendous. Um, right. I'm going to say the last one is is true. Right. So the, you think the chair's true? Yeah, I think it's so okay. out there it's true. Um, uh, I'm going to say the, the singing about the dead mom is bullshit. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Well, you're the second person to ever get it right. Oh, yes. Imagine yeah. going into an audition, though, and singing this song and be like, sorry, yeah. could you stop? My mum died last week. Oh, horrendous. Oh, um, I'd die. I, yeah, but I the chair one, I've, something similar happened in my class. The boy didn't get swiped out, but like the lecturer kicked a chair and it hit someone. <laughs> that would be quite funny at the time, though. But like, not probably wouldn't be. She wasn't angry or anything. Um, we, she was just trying to show us how to do some stage fighting. <laughs> Clearly, she's brilliant at it. Oh, she is. It's a hundred percent. It's so great. Um, so we're coming to the end of the podcast now. Today's just a little short episode. Um, so thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having us. And thank you to everyone, as per usual, that's listening at home, um, talking to me shite now for how many ever weeks it's been. Um, and if you really love the podcast, you can drop a little five-star rating or a review down below, and you can submit your crazy theatre stories for Stage Right or Stage Shite at dramaschooldropoutpod at gmail.com. So send me over a little email of all your crazy fucking stories. Uh, as per usual, I'm on all social medias at Ingram Noble. And where can they find you, Andrew? Uh, you can follow my Instagram, Andrew G. Kent, or lowercase. Uh, also, I and just then... wanted to mention um, before we go, Andrew has ridiculously good headshots, and it's kind of annoying <laughs> that his headshots are better than mine. I need to get them back, though. Um, they did I mean, the one that you sent college. me that's on the podcast art, that's a fucking great headshot. I wouldn't go with any <laughs> other ones. I do look a bit evil, though. I look very serious. Yeah, I mean, you've already <laughs> told us that you like to play serial killers, so fits the brand. Yeah, it fits, it does. It fits the brand and casting. So, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram and all the other jazz at Ingram Noble, and then Andrew is on Instagram at Andrew G. Kent. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for coming on, and I hope we can get a catch-up soon because of fucking COVID. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to kill myself. Um, so, yes, thank you so much for listening to Drama School Dropout. As per usual, I've been Ingram Noble. And today I've been talking to Andrew Kent. So see you all again next week, guys.